0: welcome to fierce female radio i'm your host estelle from fiercefemaco.com, your female empowerment coach if you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips rituals and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance and spirituality. Hello, beautiful people. What is up? It's Estelle here. Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I am your host, your feminine and fierce BFF, empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind a basic life and embrace a life of fulfillment and purpose instead. Guys, welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by my fierce Free Elevation Meditation Bundle. Guys, this is... This bundle includes three meditations. It's Soulful Self-Care for 2020. In this meditation bundle, it is all about helping you feel zen, let the shit go and heal and really expand um, and release all of the anxieties and fears and doubts that have been coming up for 2020, letting them go and elevate your vibration so you can step into your inner fierce babe. There is also a meditation to help you reinvent yourself, to support you in letting go of the old version of you and up-leveling into the fierce goddess version of you. And there's also a meditation to help you tap into gratitude and really stepping into those positive vibrations so you can start to, you know, really embody the energy of peace and joy as opposed to feeling stressed and always um trying to change things in your life. So it's really focusing your attention on what are you currently grateful for? So I'm excited to give this to you guys. I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. So you get three free meditations in this free Fierce Elevation bundle. You can check it out in the show notes. Grab them. Let's get grounded and fierce together, guys. Okay, let's dive into the Fierce Female Tip of the Week. If you guys haven't been following me on social media, you wouldn't know that I'm all about the turmeric lattes, specifically in winter, but I'm back on them again. I don't care. The season's changing, but I'm back on my lattes, my turmeric lattes. I've been trying to reduce my coffee intake. I'm normally like a three, three coffees a day kind of girl, and I'm reducing them at the moment or trying to reduce them to one a day. So I'll have my morning espresso, and then around nine, 10 o'clock, I'm having a turmeric latte. And so I'm using organic turmeric um, one teaspoon of organic turmeric, maple, organic maple syrup, um, a little bit of pepper because it helps you absorb the turmeric, um, ginger. I'm using one cup of soy, soy milk and what else is in there? cinnamon. Um, and so pop that on the stove for about three to four minutes and it's the best. It's like the only thing that's making me feel like I'm having a latte without actually having one. So that's my tip of the week. Try to reduce the coffee and reducing, you know, because it can really increase the cortisol levels. And I know like I love my shots of coffee. I really do. But I notice sometimes when I have a lot of things going on, it's actually better for me to have less coffee than more coffee because it just winds me up. Okay, and today's Fierce Female shout out is actually a bit of a beauty one, and I'm so excited because they're just easing up the restrictions here in Melbourne. (laughs) I cannot wait to get out there, and I have noticed that, you know, I used to wear perfume every single day, and I haven't really been wearing perfume because I have nowhere to go. So I am so excited to get back on that bandwagon doing the glam getting my hair done, getting my nails done. I'm so excited, booked all the appointments in. And um, I wanted to shout out one of my favorite perfumes that I absolutely love. And I get so many compliments on like every single time I'm wearing it, at least one person gives me a compliment. And that's the brand Republica. You can buy it at Mecca. And specifically the one that I love is Under the Lemon Tree and it is so beautiful like i feel like it smells like a picnic under the lemon trees in italy like it's absolutely gorgeous so if you are on the hunt for a new perfume check that out because it is absolutely gorgeous um it's a little bit on the pricier side but i feel like you've got to invest in a good quality perfume guys you know okay let's get into this podcast but before we do that i'm just going to Let's just talk a little bit about Michaela. She is such a babe. I'm so excited to bring this conversation to you. She is, yeah, I love this interview because we talk a lot about her specific processes. We talk a lot about mindset and what's required of you in order to really reach those next level goals and how to actually rewire your brain. And in this episode, we dive deep into playing bigger in your life and how to expand your dreams and desires going next level. We talk about the process for quantum and manifestation. And Michaela breaks this down really, really well. We also talk about how to co-create with the universe, how to manage more in your life, what to do when fears and doubts come up for you, and how to balance it all, the business, the wellness, the study, the friends, everything, right? And we also talk about how to use every experience as a potential for growth, and we also share, or Michaela shares some of her favorite spiritual rituals of the moment. So we really do just have such a great conversation. And I'm so excited to bring you guys this podcast episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Fierce Female Radio, guys. Today we have Michaela J. She is a manifestation mindset coach, a blogger. She's helping millennial girls manifest the luxe life of their dreams. And she is the host of Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. And guys, at just 22 years of age, she has manifested an incredible multi-six-figure business, ran retreats all over the world, launched a podcast, products, so much more. She is such a babe and on a mission to bring law of attraction and manifestation to the masses. Welcome to the show, Michaela.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be
0: here. I'm so excited to have you here. This is, I was, we were having a chat before we recorded and (laughs) just saying how we actually recorded this episode months and months ago. And because of the like connection, it wasn't vibing and we couldn't hear things properly. And so we have come together again to bring this show to you guys because there's so much juiciness in this. I'm very excited about it.
1: Oh yeah, So much goodness. And now it's like, Michaela J 2.0. So, yeah that's <laughs> we're bringing it next level. Baby. Yeah,
0: I think you were 21, like you were 21 before. Now yeah. it's 22. It's like, all right, guys, let's hear what, what's been happening. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so good, so good. All right, well, before we get into all the things, let's hit, hit off with some rapid fire questions, my love. Um, cool. what is your favorite Beyonce song? Okay,
1: there are so many because Beyonce is obviously just a classic, but the one that I can like no fail, always get down to is 7-Eleven. I just feel like it's such a good hype song. Any mood you're in, just put on 7-Eleven and you're just like twerking in your house.
0: Like it does not matter how you were feeling before. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. It's such a good, like, it's also a really good like pre-party song, like get you in the vibe.
1: Yes.
0: I love it. So good. What does your morning mm-hmm. ritual look like? I know it's always shifting and changing, but what does it look like at the moment?
1: Totally. Yes. So one thing I'm actually doing right now is called the 75 Hard program. Have you ever heard of that before?
0: No, but I've heard you speak about it. I'm like, what the fuck is that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is a program I'm doing. It's called 75 Hard because it is a program you do for 75 days. And every single day for the whole 75 days, you follow a strict diet of your choice. Um, absolutely no cheat days, no alcohol, strictly your diet. You drink a gallon of water. You work out twice a day for 45 minutes each time, and one of the workouts has to be outside. You take a progress picture every day, and then you read 10 pages of a self-development or a business book every single day. So those are like guidelines throughout my day, but they've totally affected my morning routine as of recently because- Uh, with a gallon of water, I'm like drinking that all day. So it's like wake up in the morning, drink water. And same thing with the reading. It's a new habit um, I've developed. I love to read, but I was really falling off the bandwagon for quite a while. (laughs) And so I usually wake up in the morning, I drink some water. Um, My boyfriend and I will take our dog for a walk to like our favorite local coffee shop. So we'll walk over there we get coffee. We sit on the patio and kind of talk about what's on our schedules and life and things and then we walk back so i usually crush my first like outdoor workout first thing in the morning uh and when I get back, I drink my coffee, drink my water, I read my 10 pages, and then I go to ham on journaling. Like I've always been an OG journal girl. It is my thing. <laughs> and lately, I think just because of like the fall vibes here in the US, I've been doing so much shadow work recently, like really diving into the icky stuff and fighting off my ego and resistance. So I do a lot of journaling. Um usually at least three pages, honestly. And then I kind of get ready for my day. So I turn on music, I might take a cold shower, I do my makeup, I have fruit first for breakfast every single morning. And then after that, I will dive into my work. Oh, and I usually do an EFT tapping video as well.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love it. I (laughs) love it. All of the things. And can I just say really interesting what you were saying about the shadow work? Because it's um, obviously we're the opposite of where we are. So we're coming into spring yeah. and I find it really interesting. And so it's so interesting how winter time and the cold weather, when the seasons start to change, we do really start to go within and we have to do that deep inner healing. And the shadow mm-hmm. work, it seems to come up so much more than when it's summery, everyone's vibing, everyone's out, having a good time. So it's interesting that you said that or have been all about that this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The- It's so fascinating how we have all of these seasons and cycles with our planet, like all the seasons, obviously with the weather, but then we also have like the moon cycles. And then as women, you have like her menstrual cycle. We have all of these flows that we're going through all the time. And I think it's really beautiful when we can learn to tap into that and use it to our advantage. Like I'm really big on following the moon for manifestation and and also there's the seasons. Like in fall, we think of the trees losing their leaves and I think of that as like, all of your shadows, all of the ego stuff going on in the front of your mind kind of falling away, like all the bullshit is falling. And so you're just like faced with your reality, whether that is a belief system that doesn't serve you anymore, or the veil is kind of lifted, you see where you're kind of half-assing things in life, you really can't hide, because then in the winter, you go into the hibernation season. So fall gives us that moment that like shakes you and it's like, hey, clean this up before you go into hibernation, because We don't want you to beat yourself up. And I feel like that's why a lot of people probably go into a seasonal depression is because they maybe don't even know about these cycles of life. They don't know about the inner work. And then they go into the hibernation period, just only facing themselves, which can be really daunting at the beginning of your journey. So it's really fascinating to tap into
0: that and use it to your advantage. Totally, totally, totally love that. And also just the the cycles um, for your menstrual cycle and really connecting with that, because I feel like as women, we just have been taught to disregard that and just keep going and not recognize mm-hmm. that when, you know, there are certain cycles within us and we need to rest more and we need to reconnect more. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually going to give you more energy and fuel for when, you know, the, the next season arrives. Um oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh, we could talk about that forever. So, so what's um, know, right? <laughs> so good. So okay, what's one book that you would want every woman to read?
1: Hands down, my favorite book is Happy Pocket Full of Money. I don't know who it's by, but if you look it up, there's like flowers on the cover. It's really cute. But it's called Happy Pocket Full of Money. And it's a book about money manifestation, but I think the second chapter is about quantum physics and it is one of the best descriptions of quantum physics for somebody who has never dove into it before. Mm. So like I'm very versed in my physics because it's something I'm super interested in. But when you're first getting started and you want to learn about quantum manifesting, it is, there's so much jargon, a lot of science doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> for the way that this book make, describes it and relates it to money is just put so beautifully. And I just love that freaking book. Happy pocket full of money.
0: Amazing! Oh, so good. I'm gonna check that one out. I haven't, I haven't read that because I feel like with the money oh, books, oh my gosh. yeah, need to read it. There's like a, there's a when you find a good one, it's like your Bible.
1: Yes, 100. percent. And there's so many out there that are like good, but very surface level, or it's like the same things over and over and over again. And those are nice to come back to sometimes, but this mm. one's a really good, like, no, like basic to next level of understanding.
0: Love it. Oh, so good. We'll check that one out for sure. For sure. For sure. So who is the one fierce female that you're crushing on right now and why?
1: Oh, I just love Gala darling. I am obsessed with her. She is amazing. I actually, so in my very last semester of university before I dropped out, um I did one of my final projects on her because I just think she is so unapologetic in who she is like Mm. she's got all these tattoos she wears wigs all the time her one of her like mottos that she posts about in her insta stories a bunch is like dress every day like you're in a music video it's just such a vibe she doesn't give a fuck she does whatever she wants um and she's just unapologetic about who she is and I think that's one of the big shadow things that I've been working through a lot lately is just like, at what point do you just say, fuck it and go all in into being yourself? And that's a huge lesson I've learned from her. I just think Mm -hmm. she's so powerful in setting trailblazing a huge way for spiritual women to just be a spiritual woman in whatever way, shape or form that looks for you.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that. Exactly. Because she is a spiritual woman through and through, like what she teaches, the way that she lives her life, but it's not the cookie cutter way that people think you have to be. And so it actually isn't intimidating. It's actually, even though like you might look at it and be like, oh, she's got pink hair and she's, you know, she's loud or all these bullshit things, but actually she's Mm -hmm. so accepting and loving because you can be spiritual regardless of what you wear, how you speak, what you look like just for being you, you know?
1: Yeah. And she does not hold back at all. Like she legally changed her name. She like talked about Mm. how she has fake boobs and she's like, you know what? Maybe one day I'll change my name again. Maybe one day I'll take out my fake tits. Like, She's like, I don't care, but this is what I want right now. And this is what feels good for me. And you guys should do what feels good for you. And I think it's just such a pure, like loving message. And I really vibe with that.
0: Love it. Love Gala, darling. Love her, love her. Mm -hmm. So good. Okay, babe, I would love to dive into... We're going to dive into all things manifestation, and quantum leaping, and all those really fun things, but just Yay. for some context, yes, I would love if you could just give us a bit of a rundown. I can imagine it's a long story, but a bit of a rundown <laughs> of you and your self-development journey and just like your spiritual expansion and, and how that all started for you. Yeah.
1: So I've lived a lot of years, a lot of life in my young 22 years, but in high school, I was just at my worst point like every year I felt like something worse and worse and worse was happening in my life I had an eating disorder my parents got divorced I lived alone starting at like 15 16 years old to fend for myself and my dad actually went to prison and I was going through all these experiences in complete victimhood mode right because that's just what society teaches you or like doesn't teach you how to deal with more so it's all these feelings and experiences And I went to college and I was like, okay, this is going to be it. I get to start over. I get to walk away from all the bullshit. But one thing that I have learned in the last couple of years is you can't run away from anything. It always Mm -hmm. finds you. Mm -hmm. It catches up with you. There's no escaping. And so I went to college, you know, still miserable, still victimhood mindset. And I remember after my freshman year, um, our house, my childhood home actually got foreclosed. So it was taken by the government because my parents hadn't made payments or whatever. And so I, after college, I couldn't go back home, which is what everybody does in the summer. And we, I had to move in with like, One of my relatives that i'm not close with i wasn't moving back to like my same city even though my job was in the city that i was living in my whole life and basically i would like live with this random relative who i don't get along with don't know very well i would go in the summer and work my retail job i worked at a fashion boutique i worked like 40 hours a week and it was a 35 minute drive to get there so i would literally wake up in the morning at like 5.30, I would drive to the gym at six. I would do a workout class and then I would drive to the boutique I worked at. I would get a huge coffee (laughs) on the way. I would get ready and do homework there because where I was living, we didn't have Wi-Fi, and I was taking online classes. I would work all day, I would come home, I'd finish homework, eat dinner, sleep and do it all over again. And I never saw my friends, I was always exhausted and I was just miserable. And thank God I actually had a study abroad trip planned for that summer because I was studying French. And so I was going to France for five weeks. Um, And it was just, I had gotten to this point where I was like, fuck this, like this sucks. I've never felt worse in my life. I felt so directionless and miserable, borderline depressed at that point that I said, you know what? When I go on the study abroad trip, everything is going to change. I set the intention before I even knew what that really was or meant that, I was just, I was not going to gossip. I wasn't going to complain. I wasn't going to be negative. I wasn't going to be victimhood Michaela at all for five weeks because I didn't know anybody on the trip at all and nobody knew me. And so I took that as an opportunity to just be whoever it was that I always wanted to be, because I knew that's like, that was where the change was going to start with my whole life with me. Cause it's my life obviously. And so I went on this study abroad trip, did exactly that. And I, Came home a different fucking human being like swear to god i was a whole different bitch when i came home (laughs) and i from there i really enjoyed this new version of myself that i'd become and i wanted to sustain that so i started listening to podcasts about positivity and your mindset and i really wanted to dive into affirmations so i like to say affirmations all the time And I was going through all these things, started to journal, I started to meditate, started doing yoga. And I stumbled across manifestation in that process. And I I became infatuated with it. I was like, this is the coolest, like most magical thing ever, like manifesting. Whoa. (laughs) And when, you know, when you like first learn about manifesting, you think it's just like this crazy fucking magical thing. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, (laughs) So I dug deep into that. Um, and yeah, I've just been like studying it ever since I have one point where I felt like, okay, I mastered it. And when I felt like I mastered it, I had this moment where I I was just like, I have to teach this to other people because this changed my entire fucking life. And from there I started a business and I just kept getting more spiritual and more spiritual and then more scientific and more scientific. And here I am now.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it. So, so good. And so interesting how you made that decision that when you were going to go overseas, that you were kind of just going to reinvent yourself and just be this different version of you. I know, right? That's so crazy.
1: I'm, I think about that all the time because I'm like, where did I even learn that? Yeah. concept? I just remember so vividly looking at myself in the mirror and being like, something needs to change and it has to start with me. And I'm like, how did I even know? Because (laughs) nobody in my life has set that example, really. And everything, all of our mannerisms and our habits and our standards, they come from the people that we grow up around and your family and your friends and all that. And if you're raised in like, a household where the standards are low and that doesn't always mean a bad thing but it's just like you don't have very high standards for your life and yourself you just end up like that so I'm like how the fuck did I know and I honestly feel like it was just a divine download that was gifted to me and it's interesting when I look back right because everything happens for a reason and that there is no other statement more true in my entire life everything happens for a reason and mm. So I look back and I'm like, wow, year after year after year, the universe was sending louder and louder messages because I wasn't listening. I wasn't getting the message. I was like freshman year of high school, I had my eating disorder and I, I got better, but I still didn't understand the meaning of it. And then my parents got divorced and I went through a really like rough time personally, but I didn't get the meaning out of it. And then it was just like everything is getting worse because the universe had to start shouting this message into my ear. And it, it took me literally five years to get that download. But once I did, it was mm. just so divine. It was so perfect in its timing. And whenever I feel like, oh, am I on the right track? I don't know. It's like, yes, I am. Because if that message had been screamed to me for five years in a row, like I probably should have been on this path even earlier. So <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's just a crazy thing to think about.
0: I love that. That is, yeah, so beautiful and divine timing. And, you know, you wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't have had this level of commitment and determination if you hadn't gone through the contrast, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. It made yeah. me who
1: I am. And I would never, ever trade my experiences for, for the world because it's like, I would not be who I am. I wouldn't be mm. as independent. Like I started my business when I was 20 or when I was 19. I don't even know. I think, I, actually, I think I was 19. Um, and I found on my blog when I was 18, it's like, I wouldn't have had that drive to do all these things on my own had it not been for the time that I literally lived alone. And yeah. I wouldn't have been so self-sufficient and smart at managing my money and being able to start investing at such a young age, had it not been for me, like paying rent my senior year of high school and living alone and working three jobs and managing all that. So every single thing happens for a reason teach you a beautiful lesson to align you to the right people to put you in the right place at the right time we just have to actively find those lessons every day
0: yeah love it oh so good so good and you (laughs) speak super boldly like i think it's really i want to talk to you about this because i think it's it's really interesting you speak very boldly Mm -hmm. about some of the things that people don't want to talk about right some of the things that people, <laughs> yeah. or the people, no, no, sorry, maybe people want to talk about, but they don't feel comfortable talking about, right? Uh-huh. Uh, like money, like their desires, how much they make. And you're really yep. open about it, right? And I think this is a very important conversation because for women, especially, there's this perception, mm-hmm. or some people may have this perception, that we shouldn't be talking about those things and that it's bragging or it's icky or whatever the fuck it is. And I think mm-hmm. it's actually, I would love to. I would love to get your take on it and for you to speak on that and why you think it is important to share those things. Totally. And uh, so I was just teaching a course on this last week
1: and about money and your desires. It's really interesting because If we're tapped into our intuition and we get a download from the universe, you're like, whoa, a download, like, oh my God, the universe is telling me to go here this time and in this way. And you're like, wow, how magical. (laughs) And we don't think of our desires in the same way, but our desires are the same fucking thing. They're just as equally magical and downloaded and unique and brilliant as our intuition is. And we create all these divisions and we're like, oh, well, it's different, but it's really not because- the intuitive downloads you get are personalized to you. Your desires that you, that you are open to and wanting to have, like that is personal to you as well because like what I like, you might not like and what one of my clients loves might not be super interesting to me. And it's like, we all have our own desires and it's your job to own it. And we have to remember that we came to earth, like I fully believe we are a spiritual being having like a human physical experience to just experience ourselves in a 3D way. And it's like, it's your job to go exploring your desires. It's your job to get on a plane and go to the rainforest and to go to Bali and jump in the ocean and learn how to surf and learn how to skateboard. And like, it is your job to go buy Louis Vuitton bags and sip tiny espressos in Paris and, like have these meaningful conversations like if it's it's not your job if it's not something you're meant to do like what is the fucking point of even living on earth you know so I think it is super magical all of our desires and if we started to treat them the same way that we treated intuition or you know something that's really magical and special to you you would be open to a lot more magic in your life. And also celebration is super important. like celebrating your accomplishments, celebrating the things that you're creating. It only, you know, brings more to you because of the law of attraction. So basic law of attraction is like attracts like. You will always attract what is in your like vibration. And if your like vibration is celebrating money, celebrating life, celebrating your experiences and the people you're around, you just draw more of that back to you and the more you shy away from it and you make it weird like why does the universe want to give you anything (laughs) because Mm. you are like oh I okay I want to launch this business I want to have these 10k months I want to like go to Bora Bora but then it happens and then you feel awkward talking about it the universe is like what the fuck we just like created this magical thing and now you feel bad like this doesn't make sense nobody wins in that situation so your desires are meant for you they're they're genuine magical I don't, things like there's just no words for it they're just pure magic that you're meant to experience and i fully believe in reincarnation but you choose when you incarnate onto earth and if you aren't going to incarnate onto earth for like another 500 years like don't you want to soak up everything that there is here and now i know i do and so i just tend to live my life about it um being unapologetic about the things that you desire and how you want to live your life just inspires other people to do the same. Because if I didn't talk about how I wanted to, live, to LA, live in LA for so long, if I hadn't talked about manifesting a Tesla, if I hadn't talked about manifesting a house and moving to Bali and all of these things, like maybe some of my audience would have never even thought to expand their dreams to that level. Mm. That's one of the biggest things that I teach my clients is to expand on their dreams and their desires because they're often just playing it so small, but based off of the people they're following and the people that they're around. So the bigger we can be in our lives, the bigger we can play, the bigger that we can dream, the more expanded your audience, your family, your friends, the whole world will become around you.
0: Yes, I love that so much. Amen, sister, because I I seriously feel like that last point that you said really runs so true because it's like, how can we inspire other people like when we share, we inspire other people to dream bigger and to think differently. And I just think about, I just think I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to embrace what I wanted and achieve what I wanted, what I have achieved if I didn't have women sharing what is possible because people around me didn't have that. So like, this is where I think it's, it's, we have a duty to do that and we have a job to do that and to elevate people to know that, To connect with their own innate desires and they have a duty to do something about it and this is what's possible but of course it looks different to you based on your unique desires
1: exactly and i was just having a conversation with one of my private clients about this today about how we come, sometimes as spiritual women, and we come to earth and we start to do all of these things. We have all these dreams and desires and it feels so heavy. It feels like, oh my God, I have so many things I, I need to do and expand on and create. And like, oh my gosh, how will I ever do it all? How will I ever hold it all? And then like money and spa appointments and like, how will I be able to do it all? But as spiritual women, we come here ready, energetically prepared to hold it all. And when we have those thoughts that are like, oh, I don't want to seem braggy. Oh, but like, maybe I just shouldn't share and keep this to myself. Or like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. It's just the human version of you who doesn't know your full spiritual potential. And that's okay because the human version of you is 3D. You just you just give her a little pat on the back. You go buy <laughs> her some pretty heels and then you keep moving along. <laughs> Something I always tell myself when I'm having those thoughts, it's like, oh my gosh, Michaela, like stop, your human is showing like, <laughs> like you have to stop. <laughs> and it's like, you can hear with a large, spiritual responsibility and this is what i was talking to my client with about today I'm like you're about to lead like a spiritual revolution in your very own way whatever that looks like and you have to step up to the plate and be willing to do the work that you came here to do because there are people on this planet that are already existing breathing living people that need to hear the things that you have to say and need to hear about your desires and your dreams and your goals like imagine if oprah had never became Oprah or Beyonce never became Beyonce. Like there's so many women who would have missed out on their big dreams because they wouldn't even have known it's possible. And I don't take that lightly at all.
0: Totally. Oh, love that. So good. So, so good. And Mm -hmm. that really brings on, like, fits in nicely to the next thing I wanted to touch you about. And that Mm -hmm. is the I feel like sometimes what we can do is we can sabotage our success, right? Because oh yeah, we, we can sabotage our success by this idea that the more successful you become, the more you're going to have to do, the more stress mm. you're going to have as a result of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would love for you just to speak about the energy that's required of us when we up level, because I've heard you speak about something along the lines of like, having to manage more and not necessarily do more. And yeah. I think that's a really important concept. So I'd love if you could just share your take on that because it's super powerful.
1: Totally. I just talked about this. My podcast episode last week, so this is perfect. And it goes great right into this we just have to learn how to hold more energy. So at the next level, when we think about our next level of success, and this can look any way, if you're a university student, and you're looking for that job after uni, if you are a businesswoman wanting to launch a business or scale a business, maybe you're just a stay at home mom, and you just like have your goals for what's next in your life. It's like, there's always an element of more. There's always uh, more money, more health, more fitness, more relationship time, deeper friendships, more. But that does not mean we always have to do more because if that was the case, we would be energetically maxed out. If doing always equals more. We would just, there's no way, there's no way Kylie Jenner would be Kylie Jenner. She would like, we would never even see her on Instagram ever. Like she would not be taking a vacation. Uh, but, so my mindset around this is really, we learn to manage more energy. We look at the areas of our lives that are taking up a lot of our energy. And we ask ourselves, can this be minimized? A perfect example is food. If you spend a lot of time in the kitchen, you're like, Oh, what should I eat today? Oh, I want a salad, but like, I don't have all the ingredients. Okay, well, I guess we'll go to the store. And they're like, okay, well, now what do we want for dinner? And you just waste all that fucking time. When you can eliminate that at the beginning of the week, make a plan, like make a meal plan for yourself, prep your meal, boom. Like you save up so much energy from the week or just planning your workouts in advance. So you're not like staring at YouTube being like, what type of at-home workout should I do today? Like plan it all out. That saves you energy because- then you can live more of your life without having to expend so much more energy and waste so much energy. And then when it comes to like your next level of success and money and goals you learn to delegate more and then you learn to manage the delegations, right? So when you're at your next level of wealth, maybe you hire a personal chef and then you just manage when they come and cook for you. And then maybe you have a babysitter if you have kids and then you just manage her hours, make sure she gets paid. And then you hire new employees and you just manage the projects that they're working on. The next level requires more, but it doesn't mean more of you doing, just more of you holding things and learning to handle it all. And that comes back to this concept of responsibility too it's like how can you be more responsible right now like where are you dropping the ball in your life and that is what's causing you to feel like you can't do it all you can't have it all perfect example of this would be like okay you want to have more money come through your business but you're just not reaching it yet and you're like oh well like if i have more money i don't know if i can actually learn to manage it like oh manage where how much i save for taxes and what goes into savings and paying employees on time it's like okay well how can you be responsible with your money right now? Can you set up an automatic savings plan? Can you set up an auto draft for the employees you're going to hire or, or, or already work for you? Like, where can you be responsible now? So you learn to manage this level and then you can upload and up level into the next. Because the universe is always giving you what you can handle at every single point. And if you're like, okay, I'm, I'm really fucking bored handling this level. If you want to love love, ask yourself, where are you not handling something? You have to clean up that energy. And it really comes back to delegating and being able to be in control of that.
0: Mm, that is so good. That is so, so good. And it it's also speaks to the fact that really for changing our perception around time, We look at our energy Mm. as opposed to time and, okay, what energy is required of me in order to do this? And how can I nourish and restore my energy as opposed to constantly just looking at it from a perspective of time and the time that it
1: have? Yeah. I don't even think about time. That's so interesting that you point that out. I'm like, I don't even think I said time once. (laughs) Yeah. It's not even a factor at this level. You know, we were joking about this on Instagram earlier. Our (laughs) timing is messed up because we're like, oh, we don't even deal with time in like the 5D like hook time. Um, (laughs) It's really not something I deal with. And this is a thing people ask me all the time, you know, like I have my own business. I also have a podcast and YouTube channel. I have a merch line. I'm doing this 75 part. My best friend, Caleb was here last week. My brother is here this week. I'm entertaining. I'm starting to learn how to surf. I, you know, work out all the time. Like there's all these things happening. People are like, oh my gosh, like how does she do that all? How does she manage it all along with rituals and taking care of myself? And it's just because I don't even make time a factor. It's really just like, these are the standards in my life. These are the things that get done. This is how I maneuver. And it just all kind of happens. And I'm willing to manage all of it. I had this moment. Uh, last week, I launched a course, and I have almost a hundred people in the program, which was so Amazing. unexpected and incredible. Yeah, thank you. It was crazy, and I was not expecting that at all. I was like expecting like twenty five people, and then I don't know my wave where I process payments is like blowing up, and I was like full of shit. <laughs> um, but I was about like day one of the course. I had my best friend Caleb was here I was doing 75 hard We have all these things going on and we decided to get coffee and go to the beach and then it took so long to like drive over to coffee and then we went on a way longer walk on the beach than expected and I was like running late and all these things and I was starting to stress out and I realized with my inner dialogue I was like Michaela you're freaking out about time because right now you're handling a lot of things. You're handling driving all over California. You're handling having your best friend here. You're handling people signing up for your course. You're also handling starting the course and accepting people onto the Facebook group along with your client messages, the social media tags, all these things. And I was like, I have a choice here. The choice is we either melt down, break down, say, I can't do it. This is too much. Or we buckle the fuck up and learn how to handle it all at once and do it gracefully. And so I made that very conscious decision in that moment. I'm like, you know what? Time doesn't exist. I'm going to bend fucking time. I'm going to handle it all. It's gonna be perfect, beautiful, and wonderful. And that's exactly how it went.
0: Mm, so good. Yes. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. And, and so I'd love if you could talk to us a little bit about, because I feel like I was going to dive deep into this, but I'd love for you to dive deep into quantum leaping and just like unpacking what Mm -hmm. that is and how we can use it to help us manifest our desires. And like, maybe if you have an example of a time that you have done this.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I love talking about quantum leaping (laughs) because science. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because did you study science as well?
1: Um, my last semester, I started to take astronomy, um, just because okay. I was super interested in it, but I really dug into science on my own outside of school because yeah. I don't know the schooling version was so fucking boring. <laughs> totally. Um, but I, I love it. So every, a lot of people in the spiritual space will talk about quantum leaping or quantum manifestation. And you really think of it as this up level of your life where you make a a drastic jump into your next level or you just drastically become a different version of you with your habits and patterns and stuff you're like okay I'm going to have a quantum leap this time I'm going to change everything but it's actually a very very scientific process that stems from physics and that's what makes it so fascinating to me because there's science that backs all this manifestation so quantum leaping we have to think about an atom, right? When you like studied science, like middle school, you looked at the anatomy of an atom. We have a nucleus, and then you have all of your energy rings with electrons on those rings. So, a quantum leap scientifically is when an electron builds up enough energy to jump to the next energy level on its own. And there's so many parts of this that are symbolic and interesting to take into our own lives. Like, first of all, just the fact that that electron has to like bubble up so much energy and vibrate so much faster to make that leap shows us exactly what we have to do in our lives. One, because we are just a whole bunch of fucking atoms, you know, like a human skin sack. And that's just kind of like how it goes. But we have to like raise our vibration in order to be at that next level. Like you're not going to go to the next level in your life being the same version of you that you are now. Like There are things that have to change and shift, whether it is a belief system, a mindset perspective, um, a habit, a sleep pattern, something has to change where you vibrate on a higher frequency and then you up level. But one thing that they don't talk about as much in a science class is when that electron decides to take a leap into the next energy level, is that the electron can actually fall back down or get stuck in the middle of the two levels if it does not have enough energy to go to the next level. So a beautiful example of this in a very practical sense is a time that you're manifesting something and then you lost it all. So say you like get a client who pays in full and then you spend all the money. That's like a, I jumped and now I'm stuck in the middle because I just spent all the money in one place and now I have no money. Mm. (laughs) Or if you have a pattern of, creating a lot of money and then creating no money and a lot of money and no money. Your electron is, well, hypothetically speaking, it's just vibrating in the middle, not fully at the next level, but also not at the past level. And it's interesting when it can be at the next level, but can fall back down. It's like when you start like being this really amazing version of yourself and you feel like your goals are happening and success is coming and then you fall off your spiritual practices and then your life becomes a shit show. It's really, you stop vibrating as high as you were, so you go back down the level and quantum this this exact process that i'm discussing is the scientific version of quantum leaping so we have to look at that science and understand that complexity to see how that looks in the spiritual realm so how do we actually use quant- the scientific quantum leaping and manifestation is we need to become that electron that builds up all this energy and vibrates at a completely new level so then we can jump off our current energy level and land on the other one and sustain that vibration. How do we sustain a vibration? Well, we need to just be vibrating on that level all of the time. And one of the easiest ways that you can do this is picking out what are the three core feelings you're gonna feel at your next level. Like if I just visualize like, the most bougie version of my life, where I am like a billionaire. I just looked at a beautiful Beverly Hills home today. So I'm, I'm like, let say I'm living in that home. I have the Lamborghini truck I bought. I have like a multi million dollar business. I'm just like vibing with it. The top three feelings I'm going to feel are love, expansion, and bougie. Just straight up super fucking bougie. And so those feelings are a different vibe than I feel right now. Sure, I feel lots of love. Sure, I feel bougie in some areas. Sure, I feel expansive, but there's always a next level version of that. And how we start to quantum leap, how we start building up that energy to leap towards that direction is to curate those feelings in our bodies now. Because we are all just a little vibrating frequency, like all the bits of us. And our six senses is what is translating all of this into a physical reality. So, if you change the vibrations around you, you're going to change the things that you see, and you're literally going to change your entire life. And that is when you quantum leap. So, it's a very grounded, practical version of that is like you're going to pick out those feelings that you would feel at the next level and put that in your body now. Tap into that energy, speed up your personal vibration to match that. And that's when you leap. So, a great example of this in just my life was when I got my Tesla last year. It was like such a magical experience for myself. I I had a car, but I just wanted a new one. I was like, you know what? I just want a new fucking car. So I'm going to get a new car. And I had been talking about a Tesla with my friends and I decided to buy one. I'm like a millennial, watch name Gen Z, but whatever. <laughs> I just bought a car online without ever test driving it. Um, and it just <laughs> required a, it just required a new version of me where I I just owned the things that I wanted just for the simple fact that I wanted it, not because I needed it. So I really had to do a lot of inner work there and just be like, you know what, I'm innately deserving the things I want just because I want them. And that put me on a different vibration that caused me the quantum leap that caused me to have the money to pay for my lease, like half of my lease upfront and full and be able to have a luxury car just for the sake of it. So that's kind of what it looks like when you apply this concept of like those feelings create the vibration
0: which creates the quantum leap oh so good and i love that you kind of kind of spoke to the science aspect of it as well which is really really interesting and i feel like that whole notion around you can feel those emotions now like you can feel the love Mm -hmm. the expansiveness the bouginess now but like what does that next level feeling of those emotions feel like and how can you tap into that in your body Mm -hmm. exactly because
1: that is that is everything. We only want anything in life because we think it's going to make us feel some way. And mm. if you say, no, that's not true. You are lying. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: totally. But
1: if you look at something that you want, and let's say you have your eyes on like a Louis Vuitton bag, right? You're gonna be like, okay, I want this Louis Vuitton bag. Why do you want it? Oh, because it's pretty. Okay. So why do you want a pretty bag? Oh, because like, it'll look so nice in my collection. Okay, well, why do you want a pretty bag in your collection? Like, oh, because I like love having the collection. Why do you love having the collection? It's like, it's because it makes you feel wealthy or because it makes you feel confident or because it makes you feel bougie, because it makes you feel next level. It's always a feeling at its mm. core. And this is where we really like um, kind of cheat the system is when we find that feeling that, it's, that we are experiencing expecting with the said thing or experience or person or money, whatever, when you can feel that now, the thing doesn't matter as much. Like when you say, okay, when I'm a billionaire, I want a yacht, private jet, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's gonna make me feel like I'm gonna just love my life. I'm gonna feel super bougie. I'm gonna feel really expanded. Well, if I could just feel all that now, who fucking cares if I have a billion dollars to yacht the private jet? Like, yes, they're fun and pretty things. And I would love to experience them. But the things themselves don't matter as much as the feelings do. And that is really where we cheat the system, because we bring it back to law of attraction, like attracts life, you're vibrating on those levels, you're going to attract things on those levels, therefore, the exact things you wanted in the first place are simply going to fall into your lap, and the whole process just became so much easier with such less resistance.
0: Mm, so good so so good like how can you fully and completely embrace that those emotions in your life now so then you've got this this feeling of this less of a need in order to mm-hmm. want those things and you have this less yeah what is that fucking word i'm trying to say like you have <laughs> <laughs> it's the morning here like you don't have an attachment that's what i'm trying to say you've let go to the attachment. Totally.
1: You release it. And this goes perfectly back to what we were talking about earlier around like being unapologetic with your desires, because you will never be able to fully achieve this sense of quantum leaping, this ease of quantum leaping, if you can't even own your desires, like period. Like if you want to leave a time back, but you're in denial about wanting it and you're like, Oh, I shouldn't want something luxury, and oh, I shouldn't buy this and oh, like, oh, do I really need that? Like if you feel that way towards your desire. Feeling into the feelings isn't going to do shit for you because it's not going to feel authentic or genuine because there is a shadow side to you that is denying it. So it just brings back the importance of owning your desires, knowing they're sacred to you because those desires just continue to help you fulfill your experience and feel those feelings fully. Yes.
0: Oh, so good. Love it. Love it so much. And I'm going to, I'd love to kind of talk to you a little bit about what comes up or what you do when the fears and the doubts and the negative thoughts kind of come up for you and if you have a process around it. So whether it's in relation to your desires or not, right? We all experience doubts mm-hmm. and negative thoughts. What is your process for working through that and moving through it?
1: Yeah, so this is really interesting because for me, it's shifted so much this year alone as I've been up all my life. But it also changes as you go through the different spiritual dimensions, like I've talked a little bit about here, how we live in a 3d world. That's like a physical world. We kind of talked about 5d where everything becomes a little bit more intentional love-based. I focus on ascending my consciousness through the spiritual dimensions. This is something I play with a lot. And right now I'm like playing in the eighth dimension which is like where the angels reside, which is super cool. But, um, so as I go through these dimensions, the work changes. So at first when I would have fears and doubts and worries about anything about being self conscious about my goals, about like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this, like anything I would get in my journal. And what I would do is I would like write down everything that's coming up in my mind, bullet point style. I'd be like, how am I going to manifest this? Am I going to make it through? Am I good enough? Am I worthy? Everything you're thinking, put it on paper because the shadow side of you, it has a lesson for you or it has a message for you. You just have to be open to listening to it. And I've had people ask me like, oh, well, like with manifestation, if I write down like negative things, am I going to manifest them? And no, you're releasing them from your energetic field. And that is what's going to open you up to receive again. So I write them all down. I would look them in the eye. And the interesting thing is when you do this, some of them are laughable. You're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? This is actually what's going on in my head. That is funny. Or you'll look, you'll look at it and you'll think, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't know why I would ever question being worthy or not or deserving or not. And then some of them are going to be a little bit more deeply rooted. And you're going to have to work through those and journal on them. And kind of what I teach my clients is to like ask yourself, Where did this idea come from? Where did this concept come from? Who taught you this? And dive into that and then ask yourself, does this serve me? Does this story really serve the life that I'm creating? And if it's not, we get to shift it. So in this process, it would look like writing them all down. I would look at them, whatever was really emotionally triggering. I would ask myself, okay, where did this idea come from? Who did I learn it from? Does it serve me? Yes or no. And then I would reframe it. Every single one, I would reframe. Um, until I got through my list and afterwards I might write affirmations might have a little dance party you know whatever makes do feel good afterwards but that's what the work was for me for a very very long time and as I've kind of moved through life and up levels and ascended my own consciousness now it becomes a really quick and easy thing perfect example I went surfing yesterday for the very first time and I was like so excited to like stand up on my board and like catch a wave and just like be a badass. I'm like, oh yeah, I totally got this shit. And I only got to stand up like once for like two seconds. And I was getting really frustrated because I was like, oh my gosh, it's, like this this should be easy. Like I should be so good at this. <laughs> I should be able to just get it because I believe in myself, right? And then I just <laughs> talked myself through the process. I was like, okay well, I'm making it mean something here. If I stand up on my board, that means I'm successful and that means I'm happy. But if I don't stand up on my board, I'm not successful and I'm not happy. Like that's very black and white. Like what if I just experienced it? And if I stood up, cool. If I didn't, cool. I like learned how to surf. And what if I didn't uh, tie any emotion to it? Like the second you get frustrated, it means something. Um, And it just doesn't have to be that way. So now I just observe my thoughts and I'm like, okay, well, like, We don't really need to be feeling feelings here. Like that's kind of bullshit. Like let's just not make it mean something. And then I just
0: shift in my head.
1: But that's been such an easy and fast process for me because I did so much of the journaling for so many years.
0: Yes. I love that you made that distinction because sometimes I think people shy away from doing that deeper work because they think they'll then have to do it all the time. But it's like when you Um, go there, when you do the work, it doesn't become so... Icky, it doesn't become so uncomfortable because you've been there, you know your stories, you know your bullshit, and you're like, oh, that thing that's coming up again. Okay, cool. How do I move (laughs) through it? As opposed to just getting so deep within it. So I love that. And also mentioning (laughs) that surfing situation is so good because that's like Mm -hmm. you checking yourself and being like, okay, cool. I'm thinking in that 3D black and white perspective, but 5D. How am I showing up without judgment? How am I just enjoying the process and just as opposed to giving something meaning, you know? Exactly. So yeah.
1: It's like cool. so big. And, and when you're doing this inner work too, it's like things are going to come up over and over and over again. I'm glad that you mentioned that. And you're like, oh, well, this is, this is what's coming up again. Oh, I've dealt with that before. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with having to deal with the same limiting beliefs over and over again. Sometimes they're so stubborn, you have to do that work, like for I don't months at a time until you mm. clear it, and that is because some of these limiting beliefs and the things you're self-conscious about, the things you doubt yourself on, you have had those ingrained in your brain. 20, 30, who knows how many years, it's like for so long, it's not just going to go away overnight. But after you just do it the first time, you know, you can do it again, you know, you can talk yourself through it again. And you're going to notice how light you feel after every single session that you're gonna almost get hooked to doing that inner work. And at first, I find it's really helpful to do this every single day, like I found When I started doing shadow work, doing it daily really helped me clear shit out and also helped me quantum leaps of bringing these two together because I would just be vibing so high after that clearing work and just coming back into my truth that I felt like I could do anything. And that's when you come back to your spiritual self who knows your potential and your responsibility to create on this planet.
0: Mm, so good so so good i love that and we're gonna kind of hop into our final segment um where we okay. like to get real behind the scenes and go a little bit deeper and so i'd love michaela if you could just share with us a recent situation where you are experiencing some self-doubt and we kind of already Ooh. spoke about how you move through it but just like how, yeah. kind of, how that kind of came up for you
1: hmm Oh, I'll talk about another surfing example since this was so recent. It was so good. And this is why I love like doing life things. Cause I'm like, oh, so many lessons. <laughs> it just becomes something you're like obsessed with. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But <laughs> um, so I really was so scared to surf. Like I am not afraid of water at all. I've been a swimmer, like a competitive swimmer my whole life. I love the ocean. And when I had on my wetsuit and we were like on the beach our surfboards practicing with an instructor, I was terrified. Like I like grabbed my board and we went to the water. I was like shaking. And he's like, okay, make sure you shuffle your feet because there's stingrays in the water. And I'm like, oh fuck, okay, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and are like, all these people out like catching these waves. I'm like, oh my God, what if someone hits me? What if I like get eaten by a shark? You know, your brain is just spiraling. And the biggest thing that kept coming up for me was like, oh my gosh, I'm just like so scared. What if I can't do it? Like, like, what if I can't do it? And I was just in my head, like, and I've trained my brain for so long now. I just automatically go into like, I don't know, switch it, shift it, flip it mode. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I can't do it? My brain instantly goes like, oh, Michaela, like your human is showing like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) What do you have to be afraid of? And my instructor even said that because I told him I was scared. He was like, what are you afraid of? And I was like, you know, I don't actually know. I'm just like, I've never done it before. And that was Mm. the big nugget there. It was like, I'm doing something new that I've never done before. How do I know I can do it? And in this moment, your brain is posed with a choice, a decision to make, like, are you deciding if you can or can't do it based off of past experience? Oh, well, you don't have past experience. So you're just literally making shit up in your brain. And I was like, I am not going to make up the story that I can't surf just because I've never done it before. I'm just going to go in it neutral and it's going to be what it's going to be. And that's, that's kind of what unfolded. And then it was really fun and amazing. But- it was I such a it. good lesson that, yeah, it's just such a good lesson, like, oh, I'm doing something new, so of course I'm going to be a little scared, of course I'm not going to know, of course I'm not going to be as confident, but you can just choose to be excited and confident and have fun with it and let it be easy and breezy if, if you decide that, and that's all it takes is one little decision.
0: Mm, I love it. And I love how we have to so much of the time, especially when we do something new, just like get really real with that self-talk and talk ourselves through it because we connect it with things that are just not, like we should not connect it, but our brain just goes into the freak (laughs) out mode and the doubts and just overdoing it completely when you're just like, fuck, can I just enjoy surfing? Like what's going right. on? <laughs>
1: can I just do something? I know. And it's because we have all these synapses in our brain that just connects it to all of these things. And the our brain is so afraid of the unknown. It's like, oh my god, this is mm. so unsafe. And so it just automatically goes to like safety protection mode, which is oh no, oh, oh, I don't know if we can do this. Uh, we've never done this before. But you get to tell yourself like it's gonna be okay. And my instructor was like I'm literally right here. And the lifeguard is right behind you. He's like there, you are so safe. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. I'm so, I'm so safe. Like I am always so safe. And yeah, it was just a really beautiful lesson.
0: I love that. I love that. So good. <laughs> uh, funny. And so what is an area of your life that you're trying to improve in right now?
1: Ooh, uh, an area of my life I'm trying to improve in is uh, relationships. I would say like friendships because I literally moved across the country, and mm-hmm. I know maybe three people who live in L.A. <laughs> like, yeah. Not very many people, and it's a huge city. And I am—I've always been very, very independent because I had to live alone when I was so young, and I've just always been doing my own thing.
0: No, is it city also city the Capricorn in you as well? Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I can do it on my own. I'm just going to work all day. It's so (laughs) easy for me to like hang out in my office and do nothing. But I'm starting to realize like life isn't as fulfilling when you're just doing it all alone. And of course I have my boyfriend and I have like my two best friends who are at home, but it's like, I want to go out and experience things with people and have deep, meaningful conversations because I do feel as you level up your life at first we all want the shiny things right we want the nice car and like the nice shoes and handbags like money in the accounts and stuff and like that's all great and fun but the next level you really just like want more fulfillment and deeper meaning and i get that from like really cool inviting conversations with people and so mm. an area i'm trying to improve in is like friendships and getting out there and meeting people and since it's never been a full priority of mine. I have a lot of inner work I'm doing. So I'm like, Oh, I can, I can just hang out on my own. I'm fine. But we don't want to be fine. We want to be thriving in all the areas. And uh, it makes you self conscious. Because again, it's something new, you have to go out and meet new people and have new conversations. But um, yeah, that's like the, the work I'm doing right now
0: love it love it so good that's really good i don't think we've had an answer like that before and i think that's that's so important because it's something we take for granted like we don't think yeah. i don't think people like realize relationships require work like in yeah. all aspects of life but it's just something that we kind of let we're often unintentional about and we just let them roll on over until something's oh wrong yeah. you know it's so good yeah totally
1: and it's like especially as you're, you grow up and this is something I've noticed as I'm, I'm 22, you know, it's like, you're, as you're growing up, everybody starts their adult lives at my age. You know, some people are graduating, some are like finishing college, some are starting a nine to five. There's a like lot people, I you know, network marketing, some people starting businesses, and you're just all starting to live your own lives. People are getting married, some having kids. You have to be intentional about spending time with people and talking mm-hmm. with people. And all of this really clicked when I moved because I'm like, Oh, now I have to put in like the extra effort to call my best friends every week and like, or like text them or Snapchat them every day, or talk to my mom more often and, and plan trips and things like that. And it really woke me up to see like, it does take effort and it does take your intentional inspired action as every other area does. So it's a beautiful area. Cause as you do the work here, like, where how you do one thing is how you do everything like the more clear on like the friendship relationship side of things the more clear things are for money the more clear things are for health and fitness and so if you don't do that type of work you just avoid looking at the relationship stuff you tech, you are you know somewhere
0: avoiding in other areas yes oh so good Love it, love it, love it. Mm. And and what the final question: what is your recent okay. fierce FEMA moment? So, like a moment where you felt super proud to be yourself.
1: Hmm, this is a good question, huh? Moment I was proud to be myself. I feel like I just walk around with confidence. So I'm like, I want to pinpoint like a really good example of like a specific moment. Um Hmm. I don't know. I just felt, okay. So I just led a seven day course where I went live every single day for seven days. And I just felt like it went so well. Like every day I just showed up in my best energy. I felt good. I loved what I was teaching about. I was super passionate. Everybody was really interactive. And I just felt really proud for like the work I had done to like get to this place where I have amazing people in my programs. Almost a hundred people on that course. Like I could sit down and just ramble for over an hour and everybody's getting so much value. And it just, it just made me feel so proud for the work I've done, committing to this inner work and committing to like actively growing my business month after month after month for the last two
0: years. So I would say that would be my moment. That is so beautiful. And you know what? It comes full circle to what we're talking about at the beginning about celebrating yourself and celebrating every single thing in every moment because Mm -hmm. without doing that like we can't fully appreciate what we're achieving in order to attract more if the universe is like hey honey what about what you got now take a moment and take how (laughs) incredible that is you know
1: I know right like I always want to celebrate all the things like another one I kind of thought of is like since I've been doing this work on the friendship side of things and relationships like I know this girl through Instagram who literally lives like minutes away from me and I, was, I messaged her this week and I was like hey let's get coffee next week like it's such a simple easy thing that you do but that's an area of a life that I'm working on so it's like that gets to be something you celebrate as well as like putting yourself out there and even just yes. like asking somebody to hang out or you know just just celebrating everything is super important so I, so I have a second moment and that would be getting a coffee date
0: <laughs> love it so good so so good well thank you so much for sharing like all of your strategies your tools your mindset you know it's so you're such an inspiration you have achieved so much at an incredibly young age and I just think this is you should just be so proud and I'm so excited that you've been on the show and we're able to share all this juiciness so you can pimp yourself out girlfriend where can we find you
1: oh my gosh well first of all thank you for all your sweet words I'm so happy I got to come on um, okay. So you guys can find me over on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. And I also have a podcast called the mindset, magic, and Master Teacher Podcast. It's pretty popping. Um, you can listen basically anywhere and you can also find me on YouTube under Michaela
0: J. Amazing. Thank you so much. Beautiful. And thanks guys for listening. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. See ya. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more Fierce Femas and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at FierceFemaleco. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show, and this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.